All right, gentlemen. I use that term loosely. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's start with me just right off the bat. I'm a dirty One second. Cheater. Oh, dirty cheater. We're, we're, we're going to get to that. We'll get to, your, we'll get to your confession of cheating. Again. First, let me introduce the podcast, all right? That's fine. <sighs> all right. Welcome back, guys. It's Claw and Order. I don't like it. I don't like it. It felt fake. It felt fake right off the bat. Right <laughs> Brian, sure, sure. Right. conveyor belt. This is Claw and Order, special cryptids unit, roll initiative podcast. I'm your DM, Brian. Straight um, to the point. Hi, Brian. Oh, wait, I'm at the bottom now. Yeah, you're at the bottom. I'm, I, I, you're a bottom I'm... bitch today. <laughs> you guys, I don't know why that. Doesn't make sense alphabetically with Victor, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, it's because he's uh, capitalized. Now we found out that it's uh, the person, the last person to join, is right underneath the host. Hmm. It's less funny. I know. I'm sorry, but that's upsetting. <laughs> Damn, it wasn't funny either way. So I guess <laughs> it was. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ryan. I play Lawrence Aberline. Uh, Fact about Lawrence today. um, He likes to wear a silk onesie when he goes to bed. He's going to sweat. He's going to sweat so (laughs) much while he's sleeping. He already already sweats a lot. I I owned a pair of silk boxers once, and those things were just, like, glued to me from sweat. (laughs) He loves to feel the breeze between his knees when he's sitting up in his movie theater apartment (laughs) watching movies, and nobody knows that the guy above us doesn't have any pants on. (laughs) And you're saying the part he gets off on is the fact that no one knows he's not wearing pants? He doesn't get off on it. It it was mentioned. It sounds like that was the fact this week, is that Lawrence (laughs) is a a perv and a boy. Uh, Yeah, that's his fact. Hi, I'm Eric. Uh, I am big cheater again. I, 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 I never we'll get to your it. cheating. No, 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 it's my turn to introduce myself. The microphone right. is mine. I can say what I want. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, beloved audience of two, including one of us re-listening to it. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you do? Druids can't fly until level eight. We're level six and I turn into an owl. So... Technically, what what actually happened was I was a wolf running around because everyone else is wolf themed and I was sniffing stuff and the same exact thing happened and I'm going back to my cave either way. So we're good. We're good. It's off my chest. Over to you, Mike. Oh, hi, I'm Mike. I'm the Jersey Devil. And a fact about my guy is that he can sleep upside down if he wants to. What? Oh, wait, no, he can't. He doesn't have hooves. He's got hooves. Oh, no. (laughs) My fact's a lie. I just wanted to come up with a fact. (laughs) Ah, you too are a dirty liar and cheater, I see. Yeah. He's he's got the boots that just clamp in so he can hang upside down. He also has crunches. No. No. (laughs) No. 
But he, okay, he has, like, he's got an he's he likes Superman comics. He's got a Superman comic that in the future will be really really uh, uh, worth a lot of money, but he doesn't know it. He just treats it like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he just likes reading them, man. Nobody predicts story. Nobody predicted back then they'd be worth anything. Yeah, they uh, weren't beady babies. <laughs> all right, and that's that's our crew. Good night, guys. Initiative, join us on our quest. Roll initiative, you can live part of a long rest. Roll initiative, looks like combat has begun. Roll initiative, now it's time to have some fun. Roll initiative. I'm just kidding. Uh, the recap from last week. So this one's actually fairly quick because only only a little bit happened. It was a lot a lot going on, but only a little bit actually happened. Uh, you guys returned back to the facility. You had gotten all your stuff from the uh, from the Tanuki triplets, and you made the decision to Lawrence and Mikey decide to hang out and have a drink at the uh, at the the stocked display bar in the lobby. And Norman decided he had to go up and do some research and figure out as much as he could about human. So Norman went up to the records room. After some failed searches, he decided to pretend he was a librarian, which at least allowed him the idea of how to properly look up information in this in this crowded record room by researching himself first and figuring out how they had him labeled in the system and then cross-referencing that with other with other characters with the same labeling um, other incidents with the same labeling and he was able to find a series of redacted files um, information about him that was redacted possibly uh, the location of his cave also uh, a, a third classification for him other than um, then shapeshifter and doppelganger that was redacted and he was able to find a few other bits of uh, like a, a, a few other cases essentially he was able to find cases that were obviously him that they didn't know about filed them away appropriately like a good boy in his file and also found similar cases that he felt were more isolated violent incidents that he felt were probably closer related to Human after seeing the uh, the carnage he had instilled upon the uh, the village of the frog people, that information in tow, Norman started making his way back downstairs, only to find that in that time, Mikey and Lawrence had thrown back a few drinks and talked to the the security guard on staff and found out there had been a series of break-ins he'd been listening to on the police blotter uh, happening throughout town that seemed to be just break it. There's, B, there's standard B&Es, but nobody's really stealing anything. They're just like smashing up buildings. It looks like they're looking for something, but not finding it all around town. And Lawrence felt, was able to feel his ring that he wears, his signet ring from his, uh, with his family crest on it getting hot, which basically alerts him kind of to when there are other werewolves in the area, especially werewolves that share his uh, like father's lineage, his uh, his father's pack, essentially. 
and at the same time, Mikey was patting his belongings and realizing in a very panicked state that he didn't have his pager that he used as kind of a one-way messaging system to talk to his dad and that possibly mm, somebody might have it. So in a panic, both Norman and Mikey kind of both fled the facility and were heading towards Mikey towards home so he could get in touch with his dad and Lawrence was heading uh, towards tam- toward the town following kind of the, uh, the ring as it got hotter and started to uh, react more. It's kind of a tracking system almost. Uh, Lawrence went into werewolf mode and bounded through town towards uh, where it was eventually leading him towards his apartment in the movie theater. And Mikey as well headed home flying through, like home's closer for Mikey. He lives in a cabin in the woods. So he just flew over the woods uh, ran into a cool owl that was not Norman, just like saw an owl in the air, a standard owl. Totally normal owl. Totally normal owl, wasn't Norman. But, but kept then going. saw Norman running down the street as a werewolf or as a regular wolf, but wearing glasses. Yeah, he did see a wolf with glasses kind of heading in the opposite direction, but still into the woods. Norman, uh, as he was leaving, did alert the guard to the idea that uh, these break-ins could be could be connected and possibly the, uh, the facility should go on some variety of high security lockdown, which uh, Jackson, the big old bear that runs the menagerie, uh, put the guards immediately into a lockdown in the facility as you guys were all flying out of there in different directions, heading towards your respective homes. In your homes, uh, Lawrence and Norman, you found unwelcome guests. Lawrence, a uh, Lawrence, you found a werewolf sitting in an empty movie theater that you looked down into as the as the reel was at, was ending, and you both let out monstrous roars as you crashed through the glass, jumping into the jumping into the theater. And Mikey, you found yourself back at your cabin that appeared to have been broken into. And the door was still kind of hanging ajar. You broke in with the chicken, and then being and then spiked the chicken into the ground. And that chicken did, then led you towards in that in that weird ritual that you did uh, led you to a demon that was or a devil that is in your home in the shadows. And Norman, you haven't gotten quite back to your cave yet, but you have just this terrible sinking pit in your stomach about the redacted parts in your files and the fact that someone with powers like you could be anyone and get into anywhere and who has access to that information that you didn't even get to see. You've had, you've had a, you've had a, a, one of those just like burning anxiety pits in the bottom of your, of your wolf tummy as you run. That's just leading you home. Yeah. Someone's getting mauled. And that, and that is where we pick up this week. Does anybody have any questions before we get going? Uh, hybrid werewolf form. Mm, it's the I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do the classic like. Well, according to the werewolf stat block, they can change into pure wolf or hybrid form. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm be- I'm, I believe. Yeah, I believe what we all think of as a werewolf is the hybrid form. 
I don't expect to see you in like a full wolf form. Yeah, get your own wolf man. But can hybrid forms speak? Yeah, yeah. We're 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 gonna say you guys speak as as werewolves. Okay. I imagine we. It'd be boring. Uh, It'd be boring. (laughs) You just want to hear me and go. Uh, yeah, kind of. Kind of. I, 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 I mean, now that you did it, now I'm a little bit interested in it. But last you week you wouldn't even do noises like voice. that, so that was yeah. Last good. week you wouldn't. Offer, so I was like, I, was like <laughs> I can't imagine the silence of you making no noise and me going. Werecat. So, to kick this off, you guys are all kind of in your own scenarios. So, to put this in an order, how about all three of you guys roll me? Um. Uh, initiative. I am a fish. A fish, you too. Five. Uh. Let's see. I got an eighteen. I got a seventeen. Ha! Huh. I'm better than you. <laughs> I know. Right. I know, Eric. Ah ha! Oh, now I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna roll some initiatives for uh. Your guys' opponents. You're not supposed to agree. You're supposed to argue with me. (laughs) (laughs) I also don't see Shillelagh as... Well, that one, I don't know. Are you spelling it right? It's a weird word. No, no. It's already in my character sheet. Uh Uh-oh. Um, but I don't see it on my sheet as like so an attack roll because technically it's just whatever weapon you're using is attack roll, but then you just switch out the stats. Oh, Michelele. Yeah. Okay. I feel like Shillelagh should be like eight hours, and you just cast it once, and it's just like, all right, I hit stuff with this for the next eight hours, or like 12 hours or something. Just count as magical. Doesn't even have to do bonus damage. Or it's just like, it works like some other things where it's like, you touch it, and it lasts until you start, your until you touch another thing to do it with, or do a long rest. It just, it just is on. But that's just me. I mean, so Battlesmith can just use intelligence on magic weapons, the, the Hexblade, or just adds current um, modifier to that. I, like everyone else just does it. Why can't the druid just do it with that? You're using a whole cantrip. Uh when your strength is added to a, a weapon roll, because like it says it switches mine over to charisma now. Is yeah. that when it does the attack or damage or both? Both. Okay, so I added it 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 turns a stick into a D eight and then add four because that's what my charisma modifier is. Well I haven't cast it yet. Should I just? Unmute? We're just gonna say it's. We're just gonna say it's a constantly active spell. Oh, really? I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna make you. I'm not gonna make you cast Shillelagh at the beginning of every encounter. It's a cantrip. This is the same thing Jerry did for me when we played. Oh, just really? You always have it ready. Yeah, just just assume that's like that's part of your routine. Oh, okay. Out, it's the same thing I think Mage Armor should do. It's like you, you, you're wasting one of your known spells and a spell slot. Like, just at the beginning of each day, I will just take one less spell slot back and have the Mage Armor just on. 
stuff like that. Just makes okay. Sense I like that. I would yeah. I would honestly do that with Mage Armor too. As the last game I played, having used Mage Armor the whole fucking time, I would like to. It had been assumed that would be nice. <clears throat> At a certain point, I just want to be able to toggle on Eldritch Blast. Assume I'm Eldritch Blasting, unless I say otherwise. Otherwise, just proceed with Eldritch Blast. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun playstyle. It's my favorite, in fact. It's a fully it's a fully automated playstyle. <coughs> well, Paul... <coughs> We're going for speed here, all right? <laughs> not, not, not for content, for speed. How many enemies can we Eldritch Blast in one session? Eldritch Gatling Gun? Uh, one, I think the most I was able to cram out of a turn, uh, theoretically, was like uh, 13 or something through some shenanigans. 13 blasts, yeah. In one turn, that's silly. Um, <laughs> all right, so Norman rolled the highest at 18, so we're gonna start with Norman. Norman, you are on all fours, glasses firmly on the front of your wolf's head, in a dead sprint through the woods, in the in the general direction of your cave. Is there anything you are thinking or want to do while you're running there? Oh, what I first want to do is waste that wild shape by turning back, so that I can cast pass without trace on myself. All right, so you are turned yourself back into a human, and you've cast pass without trace on yourself. Yeah. As you get clo- as you get close to the uh, to the cave, I'm assuming. Yeah, like as I'm starting to get closer, I want to turn back. I'm using the the form to get closer, and as I'm like a a, a decent distance away, where I feel like I wouldn't be noticed yet, I'm gonna switch back, cast pass without trace, and then I'd like to start being stealthy. All right, give me a stealth check. And that's plus 10, so that's an 18. All right, so an 18 is still, is a is a pretty good stealth check. With a plus 10, it's a little bit like, oh, man. Uh, but 18's still way up there on a, on a stealth check. So you are able to turn back into your human form real seamlessly, and just kind of like almost like you almost still have like a wolf's tendencies. You're very softly padding through the forest kind of tree to tree in the distance you can see kind of a, a flicker of orange light where you know the direction of your cave to be as you were um coming out of wolf form uh give me a, a perception smell a perception smell at advantage 23 so a 23 perception smell you can smell like embers a little bit of charcoal uh smell of fire on like a cold night but you don't really pick up any smells of other animals any kind of like beastly or monstrous smell uh really smell humans you do smell something that's a little bit off but you can't quite put your finger on it there's like a different smell in the air but it's not a very strong smell and it's not a smell that you would associate with danger immediately all right, I'm going to stealthily, hopefully, 
make my <clears throat> approach, and I'm going to activate the glasses of Lyra. All right, awesome. You rolled the two, so you've got two. <laughs> you've got two copies or two uh, two mirror images when you activate your glasses. So there's two copies of you. They can be copies of you. They can look like someone else at this time. I'm gonna make it look like Lyrence and uh, Mikey are with me. Um, I don't. I, they have to be somebody you can turn into. Gotcha. Mm. Uh, all right. In that case, it's gonna be the construction worker and the cop from the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right. So it's Norman, a construction worker, and a and a sheriff um, from uh, the south. So a guy who is like still like dressed like cowboy hat, like all hands. Uh, but you guys are making your way and it's making noise just being images. Uh, and they don't, uh, they don't like make any, like they don't give off a smell, but it does. If someone were looking out and saw you, they'd see three people coming towards the cave. Like going between trees stealthily, or are you kind of like taking that opportunity to I'm, I'm trying to go between trees stealthily still, but just with the mirror images following me. And I, I don't make noise. I can't be sniffed and tracked. Uh, and they're, they're just not really there. So I figure we're, we're, we're still going in nice, noise and stealthily. All right. All right. Who's, uh, Ryan, what the fuck are you doing? All right. So aside from all the noise that Ryan was making, um, you have been quiet and you're super stealthy and you get all the way up to the entrance to the cave. Um, would you like to move in stealthily to the cave or do you want to like make a big performance? Cast flame blade and then barge in the front. And if someone's in there, I'm going to immediately slash. All right. Um, you're going to cast flame blade. Oh. Good. Ryan's not moving. All right, I'm done moving. I'm listening to Eric's story now. <laughs> All right, and All right, this uh, is my story. And this is Eric's story. Eric, uh, if uh, or Norman, uh, can you give me a performance check as you kind of like hop in, or an intimidation check? Uh, it's a fourteen either way. <laughs> a fourteen either way. All right, um, as you kind of like hop into the area with your flaming sword and your two mirror images, the sheriff and the uh, and the construction worker hop out behind you, also kind of like brandishing a non-existing sword. You look throughout your cave and there is a fire started in like in your fire in like your fire pit that you have in the center of your cave. And you look around at your collection of things like, because you just have, like, knickknacks and all sorts of stuff you've collected from all the different, like, lives you've lived. Those are kind of, like, strewn around a little bit. And you do notice that the set of armor you have has been, like, knocked over. Oh. And in the very back of the cave, like, where the fire kind of flickers a little bit, and you, there is still some darkness, as you jump out with the flame blade... You just see two blue dots kind of appear in the back of the cave. And then a small bit of like blue fire almost ignites around those dots. 
and out of the back of the cave steps um, a, a skeletal knight of sorts. You, you can see just the, the skeleton uh, clean. There's no, like, zombiness to this guy. There's no, uh, there's no, like, rotting flesh or bits of hair. This is just a clean skeletal knight. A, a, a larger, almost like strong-looking skeleton in armor that you can kind of see his bones between the uh, cracks and crevices in the armor, the, the the joints and everything. But it's it's form-fitting armor. It has almost like kind of like bone-like spike protrusions coming up out of it, and this skeleton points at you with its sword. I point back. It, yeah, you point back with your sword. You guys are both pointing at each other with your swords. And it starts to shamble towards you. You do have, you do have the first uh, the first attack and the first right to action. Have at thee. That's a 10. <laughs> a 10 with the flame blade? Oddly enough, not going to hit this armored skeleton. Well, this is awkward. You like swing at this guy. It like almost ducks under your flaming blade as it's coming towards you. And it is going to get to make two attacks in your direction. That's a little terrifying. I think you'll be okay. Just a a little terrifying. Just a wee bit. There's a chance you don't survive. But, you know, live and let guy. Um, all right, so it's going to swing its sword at you. That's a miss. A 13 does not beat your armor class. And it gets a second attack with its sword. It's going to, uh, so it like kind of swings past you. And with its momentum, just kind of keeps spinning uh, Link style in Zelda. And Terrifying. The- I, I roll to the ground and grab like an old shield of mine off the ground and then hold it up. <laughs> Do that it just kind of like spins off balance uh the sword and the armor weren't really working for it to uh, to execute the spin maneuver and with a net one uh let's roll let's roll uh let's roll some d100s there Alec. roll me two d100s i was gonna say how many am i the, am i the am i the two man yeah you're the two man Harry Tuman here gave you a range of 26 to 36 to roll in between. Oh, shucks. Didn't quite get there. Um, so he just kind of spins out and misses you entirely. Moving um, through your, uh, your mirror images, they don't really, like, they just kind of, like, shivers off, doesn't even really notice it, because it's got, like, its helm ducked down over its, uh, over its blue flaming eyes and misses you entirely. As it gets close, though, you do kind of, like, pick up on that weird smell you were smelling, which was just, like, this, like, bleached bone, almost. Like, the, like, like, like this was a, a prepared skeleton, almost, essentially. More and like a dead skeleton. More like a dead skeleton. And with that, we're going to cut away from you to our next highest in initiative. <gasps> That's me. <laughs> You can make all the noises. 
Now I can make all the noises. I actually prefer if you made. Let me know. I'm moving all in my chair. How much? How much sound am I making? Uh, less less sound now that it's your turn. For some reason. I got up to pee, and that was it. You were, you were, yeah, it's actually I, I, for I, some reason it's fine now. <laughs> it's like your microphone just went heavy duty, and then now is back to normal. Your, your microphone got your microphone got jealous of Eric's uh, of Eric's time. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we come back to Laurence, and you are bursting out of the window of your apartment in the movie theater below. Where Can is I... A, is that surprise attack? Um, you did... You, you, you beat his, uh, his, eight, his, uh, his initiative with your 17. So you do have the ability to make the first attack. Um, like, roared at you. Like, wow. turn around and like, and, and, like, roared at you. So he's not surprised. But you, but you are... You are getting the first attack on him. All right. I mean, I guess he's... You jumped out of the window. <laughs> well, that sounds that sounds like surprise to me. It does sound like surprise. I'll tell you what, you are surprising. Surprise attack with advantage. All right, so I can make that's a twenty-one and a twenty-one. All right, both of those are going to hit our werewolf friends. So you can roll damage. And I'm not afraid of going all out because just I'm fighting another werewolf. Just no, this not. Yeah, I'm going full vicious, ripping into him, trying to tear off flesh and disable this guy. So, like, do you feel like you are like within your senses right now, or do you feel like a little bit clouded with uh, uh, with, with a blood? Because blood? because it's my ring hasn't gone off in a long time and the fact that it is has for this guy means that yeah i'm going bloodlust um uh fully fully violent all right i like it i like it um tear into him um you deal nine damage to him how do you uh like like like, like i'm assuming you're just kind of like Biting in and clawing in and just ripping off like mm-hmm. a chunk of fur. Yeah, like I bite down on his shoulder and rip out a chunk of flesh, and then I slash yep. down at one of his arms. And... All right. Um, as you like bite down and slash and like release him and like pull out like a chunk of his shoulder, and uh, like I'm not gonna do it because it always I always feel bad when they do it in video games when like they record the sound of a dog getting hurt. <laughs> Whether it's a werewolf or a dog in any game, or like, oh, I did it. I, t- I still. <laughs> he, like, it, he doesn't get. He doesn't get quite there, but it's like a, it, uh, it, I can it, do a bad it, one. Do it. Give me one. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 sounds like a small dog getting. It sounds like it's getting choked out. Right. He, he found it. He lets out like a whimper growl as you rip this flesh off of him, and turns to you before he goes to attack and just growls at you. And he's like, he, he, he just like, he looks you like dead in the eyes and why? Why are you in my dreams? And then he goes to attack you. Mm, that Ooh. throws me through a loop. Yeah, now you gotta kill him twice as hard. 
<laughs> Why? Because you're here. So this is Werewolf on Werewolf Prime. So we're going to get a very similar attack pattern going right back and forth <laughs> each other. That's going to hit. Uh, he does not have the uh, have advantage of surprise because you are not surprised by him. So he only hits you with the bite and not with the uh, claws. Oh, no. What if you turn into a werewolf? <laughs> oh, no. What if he turns you, double, a werewolf, into double, a werewolf? A double werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> it just means I turn back into a human. It just keeps turning so, on and off again. <laughs> so after after uh, growling at you about why are you in his dreams, he then bites right into your arm that you had just clawed him with and deals a little bit of damage to you, four damage you take. Mm. I let that I let out that the werewolf howl when he bites into me. Ow. Oh yes. A full wolf howl. Um, <laughs> and we're going to cut from you now to our last in initiative order, Mikey. Mikey, you are, you have just bursted into your cabin, uh, spiked the chicken into the ground, um, deeper in the darker reaches of your cabin, got the chicken and killed it, and you saw two eyes ignite with red fire, and a mouth open that seemed to be, that seemed to have, like, the glow of, like, burning coals, a deep orange and red inside of it that, like, broke and consumed the neck of the chicken that you that you were going to use to uh, perform the ritual to call your dad, and you are kind of in the corner by the door, you had said, and have, like, pointed your pentagram uh, pendant at this creature and even with a five you also beat him oh my god that's yeah. insane then I'm just gonna bonus action I'm gonna point my pentagram right at it and I just start chanting like and he I'm casting a hex and I'm going to choose wisdom, I think, for what I'm targeting. Because Hex, uh, you place a curse on a creature, you can see within range until the spell it's ends. It's only skill-based checks. Uh, the target is on ability checks made with chosen ability. Yeah, it's, so technically you could pick dexterity and it would do it for initiative. Because initiative is a dexterity-based skill check. Well, he's well, already... He already here well, that, that's all I got for you. <laughs> he can't use. He can use it on wisdom, or he can't. You can pick wisdom, no. but all that would stop but, is. His uh, I also have uh, psychic insight. attacks. Are psychic attacks or wisdom or the intelligence? They might be a wisdom save, but this only affects skill ah. checks. So it would get perception, insight, medicine. Those are the things you'd be negating, but not uh, giving him disadvantage on. Okay, well, I'm still doing it just so I can get an extra D6 out of my next attack. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> uh, that's why you cast hacks, but... Yeah, uh, let's see. And I then... just wanted to, before we got to the point where it's like, oh, Wisdom's the same conversation lady. I am shooting it with a Scorching Ray. 20. Wouldn't that be two spells 
in a turn. That is two leveled spells. You can Eldritch Blast. Uh, one was a cantrip, but I, I suppose is hex, hex a cantrip or hex a level, a level one, spell? one spell? Oh, hex a level one spell? Then I don't want to do it. I thought it was a cantrip. All right, no hexing. It was a bonus action. Sorry, it I, is a bonus action, but it's a yeah. level one spell. That's a bonus action. Yeah, I I forgot that. Okay, well then, fuck hex. It just adds another d six, and he'll probably get out my concentration in a minute anyway. Uh, I cast that twenty. I right, uh, scorching ray. I believe you cast it three, three. times, right? Oh, yep. I actually so the, actually okay. So, so the so the twenty hits, and then each time you upcast it, it just adds another one. Like magic missile, but twenty five. Twenty five definitely hits. Fifteen. And a fifteen hits as well. So you can roll damage on all three of those. Alright. A nine and a two. Uh hang on a second. You said I saw this guy as fire. He had like fire in his eyes. For Are sure. his eyes okay? <laughs> no. Um, Were you thinking about changing the uh, yeah. the element of the spell? It would be a good idea. Yeah, I'm gonna choose frost. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's an even better idea. No, you don't. You don't look like you come from my daddy's realm. Um, I still have one more uh, scorching ray to roll damage for because you hit you hit with all three. Oh, I hit with all three. Oh, yeah. Well, and there you go. Nine, right, a and two, then, and a six. Seventeen. And then do me a favor, roll an extra D6 yeah. uh, cross damage. I guess correctly. Two. All right, so that's 11, 17, 19, 19 total damage. A oh, big, chunky boy of damage. So, so far in both of your combats, people have actually landed hits. It's very interesting. <laughs> My fight's just been me and the thing flailing around. Yeah, yeah, you, you and the... You, you and the skeletal knight just like missing each other terribly. Uh, you hit this uh, as you shoot the scorching rays across this darkened room. Light kind of catches around, and you see the target you were shooting these guys at now, as and not just two eyes and an open mouth. And I guess they're not scorching. They're, there's this like blue light glowing around the room, uh, emanating from these bolts of uh, of like frosted ice. You send out, and you see your target, and it's like this hunched over, like legs bent backwards, um, like the knees going the wrong direction, uh, scaly, steaming, like it's. It has as you get up to its face. There's this large jaw, and this almost like beard of like tangled. Uh, barbed wire that looks like it's almost like steaming hot Ugh. red hot metal and the barbed wire kind of like comes out of its head too kind of like slicked back almost like um, it looks kind of dreadish because it's like barbed wire but it's like it very much so in like a <laughs> slick like greaser kind of look he's still styling it even though it's barbed wire even though it's barbed I mean, wire hey, you gotta get it some kind of sick ass comb that he- <laughs> to style his barbed wire hair back. Uh, and like like you like you saw before, these glowing red fiery eyes, this gaping open mouth full of jagged teeth and just like a glowing ember of coals behind it. And as your 
three blasts of frost just absolutely smack into this guy. You see steam just like erupt off of him as he takes like uh, just what looks like a ton of damage and like gets blasted back into the wall and he like slowly like pulls himself out of like the damage of the wall and his claws as they like touch your your walls kind of leave scorched singe marks smoke kind of comes up off of it they don't like catch in the flame um he's not burning down your your cabin but he's definitely leaving his mark in the wood as he pulls himself out and kind of like cracks his neck both directions before like taking a stance and he looks directly at you and he says you finally found you mikey daddy couldn't hide you here forever daddy can't hide you he can't keep you safe and then he jumps across the room at you and he's gonna take two attacks as well uh your new ac what is it mikey i think it, i think it was 14 uh 14 all right let me take this so, it's 14 all right so with your new ac you dodged the bigger bullet which was the glaive that he attacked you with you see he has a long pole arm with a blade on the end of it that you just kind of like slide past Hey, but as whoa. that as that as that slides past you, he looks up at you and then just kind of whips his head back like very stylishly and the beard of uh fucking barbed wire comes swinging up and smacks you in the face and it's singeing hot and this is gonna deal. I am gonna need a uh, a constitution saving throw from you okay. a DC 12. Hey, yo, my boy resists fire damage. Do I? Yeah, I thought he took took the flying one, not the the fire Uh, damage one. I do have flying. I don't know if that is what excludes me, but I don't think I'm resistant to fire. I'm not sure. Oh. I, bl- I believe uh, we've had I believe we've had this conversation before. I do probably <laughs> have the, the only thing I know for a fact the wings get rid of is like the spell selection that you get. Uh, that's a con thirty. Yeah. Uh, tieflings as uh, flatly get uh, resistance to fire. All right. So your thirteen con save is going to stop you from getting poisoned from those uh, from those barbs, Ooh. and uh, you are going to take. Three damage then from this attack. I don't know if I've ever used this, but can I use Hellish Rebuke on that? You can use Hellish Rebuke on that because he did damage you. Hellish Rebuke okay. is fire in nature and he's also resistant to fire. I know, and I only have two sorcery points left, but I feel like it's worth it. Wait, didn't you get that thing that does cold damage instead? You also- also have that cloak you also have your coat now where you can you it you can basically cast hellish rebuke but it's frost damage oh it's it, it it's i believe to 4d6 uh cold damage and then if you want you can expend your uh your bonus action next turn to also misty step away from him 30 feet uh, currently to do it right now. Actually, yes. Yep. I will totally do that, and I'm gonna go on top of the house. 
yeah, you can go anywhere you want within 30 feet. doesn't matter if you see it or not. Um, no nightcrawler rules. You're not going to bamp into a wall. Um, <laughs> so, uh, 46. You get roll 46. Whoops. He's going to have to make a. Mephistopheles' rebuttal. He's going to have to make a deck save. All right, so oh. he does make the deck save, so he's only going to take eight damage as opposed to 16. Still, he's mightily fucked up now. And you are also now out of sight and on top of the roof. He's still in your in like your in your living area, in your living room essentially. Kind of, I'm imagining he's somewhere. You probably have a very uh very open open concept cabin. Yeah. So he's probably, he's probably somewhere between like where your dining room table and your living room couches. It does have a little bit of a divide, but from the outward <laughs> end. But yeah, basically, yeah, you you, you got it. <laughs> Uh, and I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of gonna go like, God, oh, thank you, Tanukis. It actually worked out. And actually, that, I did want to do that. You did want to do that. I just didn't realize I had the ability the whole time. I'm like, could I miss you step out of here? But I also want to hellish rebuke him. I wonder if I could do both at the same time. Well, now I you can with the code of Canis. I'm not use the sorcery point. Oh, I know. I was totally gonna be like, oh, I mean, that's what they're for, right? But. I would have been down to one. All right. And with that, we're back up to the top of the order. It's it's the dancing it's the dancing Norman and the uh and the skeleton. How about the good Uh you go first. Have at well here's a fun question. Uh he's he's holding a sword, right? See. Si. Uh swords are made of metal. Yes. Also, his armor is made of metal. Oh, you did say. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? Dropping concentration on my flame blade and casting heat metal on his armor. Oh, snap. What if I didn't have to swing? <laughs> <laughs> I can't miss. Don't swing. Um. All right. So for heat metal, what do I have to roll again for him? Uh, We got a DC 16 constitution save. Ooh, all right. DC 16 constitution save. Bro. I mean, the metal just heats, but this is his con save for... Uh, I'm holding on to it. Well, he can't let go of it. He's wearing it. He can't, he's so... Yeah, he's wearing it. He, like it's gonna, it, it takes minutes to just to take armor off. That was that a failed constitution. He's not going to beat it. That's 11 damage to him. Yeah, when you cast the spell, they take the damage. And then you can use a bonus action on each of your subsequent turns. So even though I have a bonus action, I can't do it now. Sad. Very sad. All right. Yeah, uh, he's not going to be able to take his armor off. So he's just kind of like, his armor starts to get like red hot. And you can like, it, it's like, there's a bad smell. The smell of like scorching bone is not particularly pleasant. Not nearly as pleasant as like the bleached bone there was before. I'm gonna use my bonus action to turn into a polar bear, just real quick. <laughs> just, just real quick, I want to be a bear. Uh, um, all right, so you turn into a polar bear with uh, with uh, black rimmed glasses on. 
Um, also, while you're doing this, you do have uh, both your uh, mirror images too. And, and they are also now, now polar bears. Yeah, now that you're in battle, they have to be the same thing as you. So they are. That's fine. That's now, what I wanted to do anyway. <laughs> there's now three large polar bears in the in this cave, all with black rimmed glasses on. We're just and, like three polar bears just waiting to trounce this fool while he and a red hot and a red hot skelly man. Um, he looks up at you and just like like there's not like expressions a skeleton face can make. But surprise and a slight bit of panic would be like what you might read from his uh, blue is like his like blue flaming eyes kind of flicker a little bit as he just kind of like looks up with his mouth kind of agape. Trouble bear. So it is, it is the uh, the skeleton knight's turn, and he is going to come at you as a bear with two more long sword strikes. That's a miss, even as a bear. Yeah. All right, 19 hits as a bear. Uh, two mirror images, though. You get to roll a d20 and anything above uh, a... Is it an 8 hits, I believe? Uh, I have no idea. But I gotta look up that's a 2, again so it definitely good. doesn't hit. All right, so it's going to hit you instead. So, long sword damage for you. I don't know if we're doing this backwards. I feel like he's supposed to roll, and if he gets below the number, he misses. But I mean, I already rolled, so it's totally fine. I take twelve. I I think it's the person uh, who cast the mirror image rolls. You yeah, you must roll an eleven or higher for it to hit your duplicate. Yeah, so I wasn't supposed to roll it. You were, but either way, it, we just did the reverse version of it. It's basically like I made a saving throw instead. No, no, no. You, you, it's you, done. You, 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 were, you, you were supposed to roll. To roll. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was? You, you, yeah. You, oh, I thought you said yes, the attacker. No, yeah. You, and if it hits you, it still has to meet your armor class, apparently. Uh, well, you're, you're... Well, we only uh, did it for the hit his armor class. Everything's fine. I, I I got smacked. You did you, you did get smacked, so um, I need to make a con you, save. You heated him up and he slashed you up. Bear has better constitution than me. So I'm gonna use its con save instead of mine. Ooh, it's a good con save. That that's a good one. Seventeen. We'll keep we'll keep we'll keep the heat metal going. So you guys both deal a nice little chunk of damage to each other in that round. Yeah, things happened. My storyline. Uh, give me a perception check, though, Norman, real quick. Uh, bear's perception's thirteen. Mine's way better than the bear. Wow. Uh, so uh, a, six, a 16 on your perception check. Um, you notice as you're fighting him at you can smell as the bear. You smell like you've been smelling like this, like burning, smelling, burning smell of, um, of of like this, like scorching smell of bone with the hot armor. You also are kind of picking up like the smell of like parchment starting to like scorch a little bit and it it brings your eyes down to um 
kind of like his breastplate and his armor and tucked like between his breastplate and his ribs sticking out the side, you see a folded piece of parchment, a rolled piece of parchment kind of shoved into his armor there. Is it from my out a little bit? No, this is not something you've seen before. You'll have the opportunity to act on it next turn on your turn. Yeah. But you definitely see like a piece, like a rolled piece of parchment sticking out of his arm. And we're going to move from Norman back to Lawrence. Lawrence, you are in, you're down on the theater floor now with this werewolf. You guys are just fucking scrapping. And he had said to you in your last round of combat, Why do I see you in my dreams? And I responded, Because you're here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it might make sense. It might not. Uh, here. But it's what you said. Be uh, well, I, I, you see me here because you're here. Well, he sees you in his dreams. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, well, I. So I took that as like he sees this as a dream. Uh, um, might, 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 have, might have to ask him about it. Hmm. Or I don't care. Keep, or you, or you can just keep the ball like Maybe he's a frog person. <laughs> uh, I feel like Lawrence would not ask, especially if he's gone full werewolf, which he does not like to do. So he's going to keep attacking. Nice. Yeah, kill uh, first. Kill first. Kill <laughs> nat 20. Oh, 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 oh. As a nat oh 20. my god. <laughs> kill first. Kill oh. first. This might be the end of it. It's 11. And 12, so... Uh, Come on, 23. What? 23. <laughs> Damage. Yeah, I'm all just right, going no. all out. No no hard. Just, just like ripping in and pulling off chunks and biting them and tearing them up. Um, That's the thing about werewolves is we can't actually kill each other. Because our attacks so, aren't magical or silver. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's that's why you have so much silver on you. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, I do like to imagine that the claw attack is me actually sticking the ring in his face, which is on my. Uh, I'm going to say the Tanukis, they gave me a glove, uh, updated version of the glove I'm wearing that has the ring over the glove. I'm using gotcha. press into his face. All right, I can dig that. Um, as you're like pressing into his face, you can like you can like hear and smell like the burning the burning fur and hair as like as like the ring pushes into him, and he's bloodied, he's bruised, he looks fucked up. But he reaches up and grabs your hand with the ring on it. And stares deeply at the ring, and you like watch like this like look of like understanding come over his uh come, like like come over him. He like looks at the ring and like looks up at you, and there's just like blood like running down his like snout and like 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 oh, like oh, like his like furs all matted, and he uh he like reaches down to his chest. And like grabs like a necklace that he had been wearing. This is like not 
uh, silver at all. It's just kind of like, um, like a like a string with like a carved piece of wood on it, and that piece of wood looks just like the the wolf on your signet ring. Mm. And he snarls up at you, and he's like, "Is this any way to treat family?" Ah. <laughs> uh. You shouldn't have mentioned family, and I pressed the ring further into his face. <laughs> the rest of the, the rest of the crit gets burned into his face. Um, oh, like shit. so, so, uh, so from the ground there, he uh, he's kind of like snarling up at you. You're not like holding him down. He's not prone, but he's definitely been fucked up. Do all he can to just try to get you off of him, and. All I can do with that is come at you with what you just came at him with, which was a bite and a claw. He's probably not going to crit as hard as you did. <laughs> no, but that uh, 18 hits. 17 also hits. All right, so you're like on top of him, pressing the uh, the signet ring into him as you as as you're as you're going. Like, you shouldn't have brought up family, and he's like just kind of like defensively swatting at you and clawing at you. Uh, very much so. Um, uh, God, uh, what is it? Um, when Angel Face is beating up fucking uh, Bob or whatever. Like, 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 oh, as um, as uh, Brad Pitt and uh, Edward Norton are beating up Angel Face, he's like just trying to mm-hmm. claw him apart. Like, get off of me! No, poor Jared Leto. Yeah. Uh, the whole time, like he's hitting me, I'm just ignoring it, pressing the ring into deeper into his face. Yep. You're like just you're like just shaking off this damage. You're like it just does not bother me. You'll die like the rest of them. Uh, and you, sir, have him on death's door. Oh, he's in the driveway. he's he's on the porch. He's all the way on the porch. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not, he's not knocking yet, and he's not in the Adirondack chair, but he's definitely on the porch. Uh, <laughs> but we're gonna come back around to you because we're back to Mikey. Mikey, you are on top of the roof, out of the sight of the uh, of the other devil, who you also absolutely fucking torched in your one round of combat. Okay. What would you like? You have you have the upper hand. You have the first move. What would you like to do from here? Uh, you can you can't cast anything on him that you would need like line of sight for without Until going back to the house. I hop, I'm gonna land. I'm gonna hop down off the roof, land next to my chicken coop where the door is, like where I could reach the like the latch and whatnot. And right. Just stand there looking into my window or into my door. I think it's by my door. If I remember correctly, I think it was just like kind of by the front door, basically. Like yeah, you just kind side. of grab the you kind of, you grab the chicken on your way to the front door. I'm just gonna pull out my chain, ching, be like, I got one of them myself, and I'm gonna fire a magic missile at his ass. Right, so you're shooting magic missiles through the door. Yeah. And they're just gonna hit. That's just what magic missiles do. So give me three magic missile damages. Once I find it, 
Gotta remember what I called it. <laughs> there it is. The finger fuckers of Flagglefargle. Is that three? Yeah, so yeah. two, three, and three. So eight damage. Um, you just kind of fire off through your door into like the darkness of your house. And like you see these these blasts just kind of like hit this hit this like huddled figure who was like he's still kind of in the same spot he was when you disappeared. Um still really messed up from all the frost damage he's been taking. Um actually roll me a uh an extra D six from the uh from the um from the cloak. Because you only did the uh the four D six on that and it was and it was frost damage. So give me one more D six from last round. Two. Not gonna be enough it's not gonna be enough to kill him, but he is absolutely he's knocking on the door. You like you can't see him all that well. Uh, because he's inside the darkened house. You you saw like his shape enough and like magic missile is magic. Uh, but you just hear this tattered, raspy breathing from inside the house. And he is you don't have a bonus action because you used it, you used your action, you used it to mm-hmm. uh, teleport. So you're you're essentially done. He just kind of like you see like two hands come out of the darkness and the claws grab the frame of your door as he as he kind of like burns his hands into your door and pulls himself out of the darkness onto the front porch and you guys are both now outside of your outside of your house, at, outside of your cabin as he just kind of looks at you there's just what looks like like dripping magma like coming out of him in all sorts of different spots instead of blood this is like this like like a live glowing river of magma just kind of flowing out of him and he looks at you and he says I'm the first but I won't be the last we know where you are now your dad can't protect you more will come after me this this plane, this place here that you're at, this this pure world, it'll be ours eventually. These souls will be ours. They belong in the nine hells. This goes against this goes against nature and against the rules. These people, these souls live in here. They don't come to us. They should all come to us. And he's going to launch at you with two glaive attacks. Glaiving. And a desperation. The 22 is going to hit you, obviously. Mm. You take 13 slash damage as he like takes his like red hot glaive. He's almost kind of like allows his, uh, his like, magma blood to pour on. No, it's not going to do any extra damage to you. It's obviously, it's, it's, I mean, it's just for flavor. But he like comes at you with his own bloody hot glaive and slashes into you for 13 damage as he kind of like falls past you in a, in a hump and like, a, in like a, just a clump onto the ground. Still kind of raggedly breathing there. And that will be you his turn. And we're back to Norman. Norm. Um, you do know that there was that note 
for that rolled up piece of parchment kind of like sticking out of his uh out of his out of his armor there it is red hot so probably don't want to leave it there for too awful long if you'd like to make a move for the parchment you can make a sleight of hand check just kind of as a uh, as a free action on this turn and then it's going to be a dc 15 to grab it on a free action if you'd like to use a bonus action to try to go after it to be a dc 12 Sleight of prayer is not my best method. Can I attempt to just brutally grab it from him and just force it? Um, give me like an eighteen strength check. Uh, I feel like that actually makes the odds even worse. I'm going for the sleight of bear. Sleight of bear. That's a ten. You what was the DC was ten? The DC was uh, fifteen on a uh, on a free action. It was twelve on a bonus action. You want to make another move at it? You could, uh, with your bonus action, it'd be a DC twelve to, to to bear paw it out of there. Slide of bear you, part you... two. 13. Oh, he gets it. Slide of bear. Slide of bear. Hmm. All right. So as a bear, you're able to just like, like, I, like I'm imagining just that bear who's like flipping sticks around now, just because we, oh, we yeah. used that many last week. Uh, yeah. But you just kind of like, my argument for why bears can hold flame blade. Yes. <laughs> you kind of. You kind of down and like bat that uh that note out of its out of its uh out of its armor it's like flying through the air and you like bat it a few more times and then smack it into the corner far out of the way that way it's like safe and you know where to get it at later and then i look and at him oh this all oh, that was my action and my bonus action or it was a free action, no, you, you action. free action and a bonus action so you still have your action all right i'm going to so i can't burn him with the power of burns but i can multi-attack with the power of bear one with its bite and one with its claw rawr i'm a bear it's a nine on the bite and a 24 on the claw uh that that bite misses but that claw definitely hits claw nine slashing damage from the claw nine slashing damage from the claw um he's looking messed up he's not uh where um where uh you you wouldn't have any reference for them because you're not at these fights, but he's nowhere near where the werewolf and the uh, and the devil are. But he is looking a little bit crumbly now. Slide of bear. Slide of bear. Slide of bear. And that's your turn. Thus bringing me back to the Skellyman's turn. Skelly's and Skelly. And he's going to try a new tactic this time because the longsword has been missing quite a bit. Um, he has an ability called Life Drain. So um, I need you to make a uh, 20 is going to hit. Um, I need you to make a, uh, a DC 13 con saving throw. Bear, lend me your con stat. Yeah, 21. Ooh. All right, so nothing bad happens. You're just going to take this little bit of necrotic damage. No healing for him, though. It's fine. I'm a bear. I don't heal. No, but healing for the skilly boy. Yeah, he doesn't get any life back from it. And then he's going to take one swing with his longsword. Oh. That... All right, uh, roll, roll for your uh, for your clones. Um, the Shadow Clone Jutsu. So many character sheets on my screen. <laughs> That's 20. 
right, so all he's going to do is slash through one of your uh, your polar bears, uh, your polar clones. Gerald, no! Gerald, no! Gustavo is still here, though. Don't worry. All right, Gustavo, we got this. Um, and that is all for the Skellyman's turn. So the Skellyman has, uh, he drained you for a little bit, and then he took out one of your uh, your bear clones. But you hit him for a decent amount of damage, and you were able to save that uh, that parchment that was in his armor. All in all, not a bad round for you. Rawr. And we are back to Lawrence. Lawrence, hey. you, have, you have this wolf pinned down, ring pressed into him. He's bloodied. He's bruised. You have the first action. I'm gonna make. I want to make sure these are all non-lethal attacks. All right. uh, but he's pinned down, and I'm just gonna start punching him in the face and screaming out, "Who sent you? What are you doing? Who? Who turned you?" It's punching right. him. Uh Jesus Christ, it was a 19. 23, 23 into 16. They both hit. Roll your non-lethal damage. Eight. Non-lethal. Seven. Fifteen. All right, uh, you non-lethally killed him. Um, I'm asking him questions. Yeah, Actually, I'll, I'll change I, back into human form for this. No, I, I, I feel like also with the fact that you have um, an authoritative level, level at, like... The, at, at like at the collective that you can if you if if your choices you want to definitely have them you can definitely call and have them come pick them up and take them into prison so you can question them as you're pounding his face in I don't know how much he's going to be able to gurgle out to you mm-hmm. I'm doing a I'm vengeance Batman thing but uh, face. just remember if you put him in the thing they're going to keep him alive you know. Yeah. Devil on the shoulder. That is true. If you think back, Jackson needs more werewolves for his menagerie. Yeah, but uh, uh, actually, uh, how how long has it been since the last time my ring is activated? I said it was a long time. Uh, yeah, it's it, it, it's been a while. It's been it, it's been long enough that like it was surprising to you. We'll say it's yeah. been maybe a year or so. Like you've you've fought other werewolves, but none from like your dad's lineage, like your dad's specific curse. I'll only give him uh, give him up if they give me the first round of questioning. I I feel like that's something you could probably you could probably negotiate uh, with the director. Uh, I mean, considering you have been you know working cases that are outside your your purview. Yeah, I did um, it as a favor. So, so if you're choosing to keep him alive, we'll say as you're pounding him out, like just absolutely just destroying his face, there's blood going everywhere, real Batman vengeance scenario. He does kind of like gurgle out before he like loses consciousness. He says, uh, dream. I can't stop hunting you. It won't let me. And then like mm. the noise of a dying man but he doesn't die he I, just kind of passes out i've killed a lot of werewolves have they ever been this coherent or talk about dreams or anything i mean you've met other wolves that can like like you that can talk 
in their wolf forms, you haven't. I, I don't think you've ever seen like oh uh, like. Oh, give does me a he history turn? Check. Yeah, does he turn into a human when I knock him out? As you like, as you're knock, as he passes out, he does slowly start to shrink, like back towards human form. Is a twenty-one history check. History check. Um, all the werewolves you've hunted have been surprised for you to find them, and have fought like fought like with their lives because that's what they needed to because you were going to kill them. Um, never been quote unquote hunted. One's never come to you. He came to my own domicile. He came to your home. He was, it, it feels like, it feels to you like he knew where you were or like knew your general area at least. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and may have been one of the reasons like all these houses have been torn open and ripped up because he didn't know exactly where you were, but knew your general scent and area. Yeah. Uh, but once he like passes out uh, and starts shaping back to human, I do the same thing, and I'm just like laying on top of him. I'll get more answers out of you in the morning. And punch you just one more time. <laughs> All right, as 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 you kind of like. Pass as you kind of like roll off of him from beating him, and like and like lay there like panting as he's like passed out next to you. You like, you, you you start to gather your senses and you go to make the call to the agency to come uh, to come help you help you with cleanup. And we'll cut from your scene back over to Mikey. Mikey, you're out by your chicken coop. There's a bearded. There's a devil just like collapsing around. Um, his like barbed wire hair and beard is all disheveled. There's just this like steaming magma-ish blood pouring out of him onto the grounds as you kind of like stand over top of him. Um. Well, I guess he's that incapacitated that I was going to ask if there's such a thing as a non-lethal spell because I was thinking about thunder waving him. But ultimately, I want to try to get him into the fucking chicken coop. I want to try to lock him in the chicken coop and probably knock him out. So mm-hmm. I was going to do that with a thunder wave. I was going to open the door, run to the side of him, thunder wave because it knocks him 10 feet into the inside the chicken coop, and then shut the door. All right. I really love this idea. So I wonder what kind of check I have to have you do for this. I want him to die. So if it's easier for me, just manhandle him and like maybe kick him in the head. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like, like non-lethally uh, blast him into the chicken coop with a thunder wave, but I have to do some kind of roll to make sure like you line it up correctly so you don't just like knock the chicken coop down while you blast him into it. Okay. Probably it's a blast. Like it's a. Just give me a good arcana check. Uh, you open the door and you kind of like run around him and you use your arcana to like use your like sense of magic to like feel like where you should be standing at like to blast him into the uh like w- with the direction of the spell to blast him into the chicken coop okay so give me an arcana 19 19 yeah you could do this you kick open the chicken coop door the chickens are all just kind of like freaking out and flying around a couple of them a couple of them hop out of the coop as the door opens 
um, and you slide around the other side of him, and you're facing him now. And how do you uh, how do you cast thunderclap? Uh, it's thunder wave, but it's uh, it's my emergency pentagram protocol, where I just I'm standing there, and I presume I don't have to do much to do it because it has to be activated immediately, and a fucking pentagram just emerges below me. And at first, it's very, very dim, but it gets brighter and brighter until it just goes boom. Nice. And he gets blasted into the chicken coop. A couple of chickens come flying out as he goes flying in. And you can run over and close the door on him. I'm not going to even make you roll damage or the spell. He had three health left. (laughs) So I don't think there's any way you could have done it where you dealt less than three damage. Okay. Blasted into the uh, into the uh, into the chicken coop, uh, and you close the door. Uh, is there anything else you want to do, or are you just calling the agency to have him? Picked no, up as well? I'm not. I'm grabbing one of the chickens, and is he conscious or unconscious? He is unconscious at the moment. All right. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm not calling the agency. Me and you and Daddy are going to have a nice conversation. I'm going to crack that chicken's neck immediately because I'm going to start. Uh, I'm going to rub its blood on a surface like a tree or something. Or maybe even just the ground in front of the chicken coop or my deck or, or the wall of my house. Because something facing the chicken coop. So we, me, me, him, and Daddy are going to have a little conversation. I ain't calling the agency. We're, we're doing this interrogation dirty style. <laughs> All right, so you you smash the uh, you smash that chicken on the ground and draw the symbols out, and the portal, the port, the kind of like portal screen that had opened up last time on your wall, where that you were able to talk to your dad through, kind of opens up on the ground essentially, and you look through the portal, and you don't like normally you would see your dad's throne. On the other side, you do see your dad and your dad sitting on it. You do see your dad's throne, but you don't see your dad sitting on the throne. Now, normally you guys have like a setup, like he pages you and you like do the ritual to contact him. So there's a chance he's maybe not just sitting on his throne, but you don't see him there at this moment. Psst. Pa. Psst. Hey. Dad. Hey, I know you're there. Come on. Dad. This is important. Mikey. Oh. Mikey, is that you? Yeah, yeah, hey, there you are. There you are, hey. Mikey, Mikey, are you safe? Yeah, I'm, well, now I am. Now you are? What's going on over there? Uh... I got jumped by some guy. Uh, he definitely was mentioning you and how you can't protect me. And they found me and they know where, we are, where I am. And they're going to send more of them. And I want you to take a, take a look at this guy. I, 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 all I can see is straight up. All I can see is the sky and some trees. God damn it. Uh, Mikey, Mikey, Mikey. Is he, is he one of them firefuckers? One of them, like... Fucking fire devils. Well, I mean, he's got the fire thing going on with the magma, but he's got like a barbed wire beard and a stylish haircut. He's kind of handsome, to tell you the truth. Those fucking fellow ghost fucks. 
Bellicose, the, 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 the other circle of hell. I've been dealing with them all week here. They're launching attacks. They're trying to take my kingdom. Oh, God damn it. Mikey, Mikey, I, all I can tell you is you've got to stay safe. You might want to lay low somewhere else now. Uh, yeah, but where where is someone er somewhere else? Like another state? Just not that cabin. Not the cabin. Go to a different cabin. You should have like six cabins. <laughs> I should have. Yeah, okay, Dad. You're right. I forget about my days when we were kind of like, you know, being criminals in Atlantic City and whatnot. We should definitely Ask have six cabins. I, I, I think the best call is to stay with the agency. Stay with the collective. They're at least strong enough to help protect you while I'm not there. You don't want to have a word with this guy when he wakes up? Oh, I'll have a word with him. What do, what do I do with him right now? He's stuck in my, in my chicken coop with all my chickens that I got to abandon. So you look over to your chicken coop, and as you're, like, staring at him, this circle of, like, frost spikes starts to form around him. And <laughs> almost, like, almost like encompasses the entire chicken coop and as it finishes this giant ice hand comes up out of the ground and just grabs this this devil and just starts pulling him into the into the ground oh i'm going to make an assumption that was you nice my son please keep yourself safe and make sure you check on your mother at some point, or at least give her a call. Hopefully no demons attacked her. All right, I mean... Mm -hmm. uh, my, yeah, my dad, I, like, 400 years ago. <laughs> you me worry about her. God damn it. Uh, but, you know, that guy I sent you, uh, or you just grabbed or whatever, he killed a couple of my chickens, and he seemed like he really was—he was trying to kill me, Dad. So uh, don't go easy on him. Oh, you know I won't. Oh, I love you, Pa. And you know no, what? Yeah, I'll—I'll I'll, check out Ma. I don't know if I'll say anything to her, but I'll see it. Maybe I'll see her from afar. Make sure she's all right. At least do me a favor. Make sure she's doing okay. You don't have to talk to her. Just check it in. Good boy, Mikey. I raised you right. Uh, thank you, Pa. I'll get back in touch with you hopefully here soon. I've been paging you. You didn't answer. I know. Oh, that was the thing. I forgot all about that because we had this fucking guy. Ah, I lost your pager. If there's some way you, you lost can... my pager? I, yes. Uh, uh, I, uh, some guy, I gave, I, he needed a coat and I didn't notice it was still in the pocket. Uh, he's harmless, though. But you know he's a, he's kind of uh, what do you say he's like uh, touched uh, an invalid. <laughs> uh, just stirred his brains. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'll have to send you another one. You better not lose this one, though. You're not made out of fucking pages. Yeah, I know. But you might also want to send someone out or something to make that other one disappear, just in case, uh, you know, the, the the slow one has it now, but who knows who will see it after, I know. Any other messages you need me to clean up while I'm here? 
<laughs> no, I'm sorry, pal. All right, you're a good kid, Mikey, but stay out of fucking trouble. I'll talk right. to you later. You too. Your- you too. Tell me about when I get the the page. Tell I'll, you know. Let me know you're okay, because I, you know, the, those infightings in, in the in the circles that could get bad. We're going to the match yeah, with this. I gotta go right now and deal with some deal with another invasion. All right, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna go on the lamb. You hit the mattresses. I'll talk to you later. All right, boy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't say it back. He already he, he hung up. <laughs> um, that, that's how a true Italian dad does it. It says it angrily, hangs up. All right. Um. So you you have been dealt with, and Lawrence and the and the wolf have been dealt with. We're back to Norman. Norman, deal is with me. Man. Deal so me. deal with me. So uh, so you and the skelly man are still exchanging blows. Uh, you are down one bear, but you have saved the note, and now you have full sets of actions and bonus actions to go crazy. Bro, I rolled nineteen on bite and sixteen on thing, and then uh, I I heat the metal on him with a bonus action. All right. Well, both the nineteen and the sixteen are gonna hit. So you butt you you bit him and then you and then you slapped him with your big old bear dong. Yeah, big old big old dongle bear for twenty one piercing and slashing, and six fire. All right, so that's twenty-seven damage total. Did you did you want to non-lethally um, also no. get rid of the no, skeleton? I, <laughs> I, I don't know why everyone's got cold feet all of a sudden. I'm ripping this fucking skeleton to shreds. All right, um, just, <laughs> my guy's face is probably worse. Yeah, um, uh, describe to me. Finish this skelly man, please. I I I arise on my hind bare legs and just fucking smash down, fully collapsing the structure. With the heated metal, uh, making it easier to break everything apart, and then I just like angrily smash like three or four extra times because someone invaded my cave. I love it. I, 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 I like I, whenever you're a polar bear, I just envision multiple things from uh, the Golden Compass mm-hmm. slash, <laughs> slash like the Mortal Instruments or whatever. Whatever, not Mortal Instruments. Uh, it might be. Mortal Instruments. Uh, I've never whatever. seen these movies. For the, silver, the Silver uh, Surfer. No, it's uh, his, his dark materials, I think, is the uh, is the TV show one. But uh, it's basically off the Golden Compass book. But the polar bears all wear armor and they fight people, or they fight other bears. Didn't they have like a series? It was the Golden Compass, the Silver something, and like the Bronze something. Yes, I think so. But one of them wasn't the Silver Surfer. One of them wasn't. I was trying to guess. Yeah, see, I'm trying to justify my joke. Thank you. The Silver Surfer. <laughs> Booster Gold and yep, Booster Gold. Yeah, it was the third one. And then Platinum yeah. Game Studios. Platinum Game Studios. Yep, got it. Um, yeah. All right, so you destroy the Skelly Man as a bear. Uh, just absolutely scatter bones all over your uh, <laughs> all over your uh, your cave. Looks the same. I mean, it was more organized before the before the Skelly Man like knocked all knocked over all of his uh, his pack ratted stuff. I grab as much as my shit as I can, and I start looking for a new cave. All right. Um, did you want to look at the note before? I'll, I'll. I guess I'll read the note beforehand, but then I'm taking my shit and getting out of here. All right. Cool. Uh, so it looks like Mikey and Norman ha- are finding new places to live. Maybe Lawrence as well. 
uh, unless he can come up with a good story as to uh, as to why the uh, movie theater got torn apart. I've well, got plenty of money to have other apartments. Nice. Um, uh, but Norman, you, you, I'm assuming you turn back into a human, or you uh, just gather no, everything as, as a bear. bear. Yeah. All right. As a as a bear, you go over. Give me a slight of bear check. Absolutely. I, I just want to see you. I just want to see if this bear can like can like gently unroll a a scroll on the floor. Of course. Sixteen. <laughs> this bear is so dexterous. He kind of like puts his nose down. You Slip. put your nose, your your muzzle down on like the top of it, and just kind of like slowly unroll it with your paw until it's fully out. And it's a rather short note. And the entirety of the note is it says, there's so much I still have to teach you and so much that you can learn. But know that I can find you anywhere. Your friend, human. I burn the fucking note. You burn the human note. I as take a bear. Shit and I go, you'll never find me next time. <laughs> And human, human, um, and you guys have all survived your <laughs> home invasions. I'm gonna definitely take my all of my Superman comics and a ch- one chicken and light my house on fire and then go back <laughs> to base. But just so it comes full circle, that dumb fact earlier. My guy has a very uh, expensive Superman comic that he doesn't, you know, because it's the past. He doesn't know. He left. That one was on the coffee table in his bedroom. No! <laughs> so he'd be so it. wealthy in 50 years. He would have been. Guys, I, I, I want to point out that Mike just foreshadowed something he was going to do two hours later. <laughs> <I acted. laughs> that's I didn't know it. It's well, that's that's well done. Um, and I think this is where we will end this week's session. Guard barks. Guard barks, indeed. Uh, next week when we get back, you guys are probably uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk to the director, and you guys are gonna get sent on your next mission. But get excited about it because we are doing Sascon next. You guys go oh, to the Sascon. Sascon oh, <laughs> for. for <laughs> For a murder, for a murder mystery, uh, a murder, murder mystery at Sascon, but all the different sasses are going to be there. Yep, Orang Pandek, Orang Pandek, the Yeren, the Yowie, the Yowie. Oh my God, Skunk Ape. The Yowie has an Australian accent, by the way. Get ready for this. <laughs> maybe the Yowie, <laughs> may, maybe the Yowie is the one that got killed. Who knows? <laughs> The accent you don't want Whatever to do. Accent I don't feel like doing. By the way, there. wait, Orang Pandek is like island Asian. So like, oh, you know, damn it. whatever accent you don't want to do, you have to kill and you have to do but, the rest of it. They're all going to sound like John Lithgow. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Is that a fire? Yeah, it's a fire. Maybe we should go help them. Nah, I don't think so. Maybe we just let that motherfucker burn. Okay. I am a devil after all. I'm okay with this. We were discussing how apparently NADPOD uh, lets you change like two letters of a spell. And I was saying power word shill. Oh, Victor Boblabla. <laughs> His name was Victor Boblioli. Boblioli. Yeah, Victor Boblioli. I'm of unknown ethnic background. It sounds like you're Italian. <laughs> yeah. My last name is. <laughs> We've got Doom Thresher the Cataclysm here. Ryan's going through an emo magic gathering phase. <laughs> The AI art, if you put Cataclysm in your name, it just makes it infinitely cooler for whatever you're doing. That sounds like something that a person came up with today. Who was it that came up with doing that today? I don't know. There's. I talked to so many people, it's hard to keep track. I'm a. It was uh, Jeremiah the Harbinger. Jeremiah the Harbinger! <laughs> different than Jeremiah was a bullfrog, I'm going to be honest with you. That no, was he, Jeremiah. no, Jeremiah was a harbinger. He took he took down the entire, like, world. What about the bullfrog guy, though? Well, I mean, when you, when you create Ragnarok, sometimes there's no room for a bullfrog. Yeah, Ragnarok was Surtur, not Jeremiah. No, see, Fen Fenrir, that's a lie. Jeremiah the bullfrog. It was a giant fucking bullfrog. It was a giant bullfrog. Brian, you're thinking of the MCU. Surtur doesn't exist. Surtur does exist in, in, in actual in actual Norse mythology, though. Ruler of Muspelheim. Look, all I'm saying is Marvel wrote mythology. <laughs> Sounds no, all, all, all we're saying is Marvel borrowed a lot of mythology. They were like, listen, I'm too lazy to come up with my own idea. So here's Norse mythology presented via comic book. Unless back in time, the Norse gods came to America and the writers of the comics saw them. That's what all the myths is based on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, meanwhile, somewhere Stanley turns into Loki and then goes back to Asgard. This all makes so much sense. It's it's really we're really connecting some dots now. Which I'm not best at. If I had not spared my werewolf, would would you have not done the Mike's dad takes the demon to get answers? No, I'm, I I can roll with any of the punches. You got I I, I, I had I had I had basically like I like basically I just have like an overarching idea for your guys like like stories that I'm kind of running you through and I have information about it. So like depending on how much you want to go after, I can give you more or less. Mm -hmm. Were you prepared um, for me to try to become friends with the skeleton? I wasn't prepared for it, but that one I could roll with. 
that is something so just like you should be prepared in the future for me to try to capture things alive you should definitely pre- be prepared for eric to be friends with stuff yeah like like, like essentially like like that skeleton was probably being controlled by someone right so uh, like if you decided you wanted to befriend it maybe like a series of arcana checks and a dispelling of magic and maybe a re a reinvigoration with your own magic could make that skeleton your friend slash servant dead ass skeleton we'll try next time uh, <laughs> we'll get him next time no but it's not like you wouldn't be able to capture it alive either eric because if it's being controlled by somebody it's not actually an entity of of like conscious it's not a sentient entity so yeah. you wouldn't be able to even capture it alive all you could do is smash its face in so you chose the right I, I mean if if you had the spells like like if you had like a dispel magic and this and that the stuff you wanted to do to like if I, I, if I could spell magic. So yeah, we, we could maybe go through a thing where you were able oh. to make that skeleton like a blank again. Oh. And it could become friendly, but I wouldn't like I wouldn't give you like a skeleton squire to no. follow you around. No, all he the time. becomes it, coffee boy. He's just he might a skeleton. He might, oh he, my he, god, he might, he's blank. He will give you he every coffee. Give me be coffee boy's assistant. Because we already have a. No, no, but he'd be the best barista if you say. I'll, I'll, I'll find something to turn to our personal barista. I promise. If if we yeah, don't I'm, have anything, I'll I'm, summon I'm, I'll summon Pietro the polar bear to give us things. This should be colon the search for coffee boy. Should be the title of this podcast. Is also his Call and order special encrypted unit search for the, the coffee, search for coffee boy. Special coffee unit. Special coffee unit. Look, maybe we'll go get Jerry at some point. Yeah, I, I I just have a mental image of like Jerry, like Jerry's like like walks into your guys like into your guys like office with like a, like a like a tray of coffee for you guys, and then and then sees you guys all already have coffee, and there's a skeleton standing there with a cup of, with like a, like a pot of coffee, and, and Jerry's like, coffee. son of a bitch. Look, I don't know if you guys remember when the Fiji mermaid was the uh, coffee person. Uh, that was terrible. Their little hands could never reach the sugar, so they always put too uh, little. Are we doing a Family Guy cutaway for the, that time? We had? <laughs> uh, also, it was a test to see if you guys know what the Fiji mermaid is. Not even slightly. Uh, uh, Fiji mermaid is just—it uh, was a taxidermied monkey that somebody sewed a taxidermied fish tail onto. That's yeah. awful. Yeah, he was—he was better than the Yeti. Well, yeti, yeti, Yeti gave us iced coffee all the you, time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was gonna say you watch your mouth on on, on the uh, on the upcoming Sascon that we're going to. Oh, yeah. Yeti spaghetti! Can I be no, one yeti. of the booths so we can get food at Yeti spaghetti? Spaghetti. 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 All right, boys, it's time to call it. Yes. Good night. Good. Good recording session, guys. Have a good night. Later. Bye.